The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Post Game with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. Shooting the breeze, laughing with one another. It's another another good week coming up with my main man, JP. JP43. Can you still shoot it? It's been a couple months. Can you still knock it down? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, hit my first three last night playing pickup, so that's good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> had a first good game. It didn't last as long, but I uh, got to a great start. All right. Well, I'm getting off to a good start. I get my man Jacob Padilla joining us in for another week of Nebraska preps post game. Uh, you can smell it in the air. Football. Fresh cut grass, watered lawns, astroturf is glistening. We're ready to go, man. For tomorrow, we get it going. Yep. Uh, recording this on the day before the season starts. Uh, with week zero games, um, but yeah, it's are you a big are you there. a big fan of week zero? Um, it, it's more football, I guess. Um, I, I I don't know, like in terms of from the the team perspective, like how that factors, like how they see it in terms of all right, you're starting earlier and you're getting a break later in the season. Um, like how I, would you? Would you want a week zero game if you had the, the choice, or would you prefer the traditional? So, so I've gone back and forth. Like, if I have a younger team. And yeah, we talked about that last I probably week. would take the week zero, but being experienced. And some people may think that's backwards, right? If you're experienced, men play early. Yeah. But I'll take the extra week um, and the film. Yeah. Like, because that's the big thing. But here's the deal. As I figured out last week. Prep doesn't have to trade film if they don't want to because <laughs> we don't have anything to exchange uh, with them. So, so our answer to that was, was, so here's the funny thing. You know, Coach Lamangi leaves no stone unturned. He's like, well, boys, grab your notebook, <laughs> pen, and paper. We're going back old school. Be at Bellevue West by six. It's <laughs> like, wow. And he delegated responsibilities, formation, play, stri- like – it's truly old school. <laughs> I was like, can we just beg for Phil? <laughs> <laughs> no, not happening. So, it, uh, you know, it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. It'll be very, yeah. very interesting. We, we closed last week with um, talking about Class A and, and the, the preseason poll. So, I think it would be very fitting, young Jacob, to start with Class B yep. based on the coach's poll. Now, I know you guys like to give Mike Sauter some flack over there at NEB Preps and Herd at Sports, but that's not his poll. He's just the that, one that's posted. That it. is the coach's poll. So 
Um, let's let's be kind to the coaches' poll. Any any surprises? We had a few last week. I, I felt like um, Jacob with uh, Miller North being ahead of Miller. So I wasn't really splitting hairs, but there were a couple where I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you, you know, you haven't seen it. Uh, the the Class A poll came out after we recorded, but Westside one, WS two, no surprises there. Omaha North three. I feel like once you get to three, you can start going a lot of different directions. But that's they're obviously a good team. Got some pieces coming back. Millard South at four. We talked about them. Millard North uh, there at five, and then Elkhorn South at six. Lincoln Southeast at seven. Gretna at eight. Carney at nine, and Grand Island at ten. With prep. Millard West, Lincoln East, and Papillion the rest all receiving votes. Are you so? I kind of some of the feedback I got is I think some people feel they probably would have put Millard South higher, and I think a lot of people like Millard West at least kind of in 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 my sphere, and and I think Carney was kind of the big omission in that top six seven range. But I think you're right after. I probably would have made Elkhorn South three just because of what they bring back up front with Murphy and Prohaska and Ronner at quarterback. I give them the nod at, at three, but you're probably right. After three or four, it's what do you, what do you value? Yep, and we'll get to start seeing uh, that, that play out here this week um, with some of these teams in action. Uh, obviously, Bellevue West, uh, we talked about, against prep this is kind of the the metro class a game here uh week zero yeah papiola uh, vista south travels to north platte and and i i say that with all caution for coach clem and that bunch it is not it's not easy to load up the fellas travel four and a half hours yeah. and play a team that plays the way that north platte does we we learned that firsthand yeah we took it on the chin Going out there a year ago. Yep. So. Um, oh, the Sands, Tilford, and a couple of guys that are not playing big that, time college football. Say, that's, yeah, that's a little different out there. I mean, um, Tilford was a stud. Yeah. Gosh, he was good. I see him in my sleep a little bit. They had two young defensive and offensive linemen, though, that will will be as good as advertised this year if you're a Bulldogs fan out there in North Platte. And Class B, you have Elkhorn North uh, going to Beatrice and Blair, uh, Blair hosting Norris. Uh, a couple of top teams there. If we, we want to uh, hop into uh, the, the Class B preview here since we covered A last week. Hashtag too soon to call this a three-horse race. But it appears the, the cream at the top appears to be, in whatever order you like it, Bennington, Elkhorn North, and Omaha Scott. And that is the top three in uh, Sauter's coaches poll there. Um, Bennington, I mean, the run oh. that they've been on, oh, like yeah. they're, they're the number one. You, you put them there until they prove they don't deserve it. Um, just with the amount of talent they've, come, they've got coming there. Should be really good defensively. That back seven is legit. Uh, they're going to be a handful. Yeah, they bring so many guys back on defense. Five of their top seven tacklers return, um, led uh, by um, linebacker Kyler Lordson. Just a junior at 103 tackles last year, 14 Monster. for loss, Monster. four sacks, three picks. Just all-around great player. Gunnar Lim committed to North Dakota. Great athlete back there at safety. It's a good get for too. them. Yeah, for sure. I, I like him. And yeah, and he's definitely uh, did the camp circuit, um, got a lot of attention, uh, had, had a really good offseason and, and found a home. And, again, really, really good athlete back there, 92 tackles last year. Had four picks, 471 punt return yards, which is about 14 
uh, per return, uh, kick, uh, 185 kickoff return yards. He had three return touchdowns, I think one punt, one uh, kick, one interception return. Uh, so again, just some dynamic athletes in the in the back uh, in the, the back line for um, Bennington there. Um, Lane Bover, 71 tackles. Ben Gillen, 65 tackles, eight for loss, six sacks. So again, they're just loaded on, on defense. Even losing a couple of key guys from last year, uh, it starts starts there for them. And then on offense, it's just kind of gotten to the point where um, they lose. The, some of the best players in in the class, and then just replace them, and it's just kind of plug and plug and play there. You got Peyton Salmon coming back; he'll be the quarterback. It seems like only attempted 11 passes last year, 95 yards and a touchdown. Playing um, behind Bird, uh, yeah. that that w- that will happen. Five and a half yards per carry. Um, ran it 13 times, so not not a lot of experience, but it seems like he's settling in there. Quinton Archer uh, is their top returning running back, obviously playing behind Nick Colbert last year. Again, another dynamic player that put up some monster numbers. Uh, 318 yards last year, three touchdowns, six yards of carry. Um, caught a 33-yard touchdown as well, so kind of plug him into that backfield. And then K.J. Taffa, uh, top uh, returning wideout, I believe. Uh, 17 catches, 242 yards, two touchdowns last year. You got Ben Jurgensen had 17 catches last year as well, 177 yards, so – um, they're losing again. That that bird, uh, Isaac Connor, Colbert combination, best. They were prolific. Yeah. Um, but you got guys that have played in their system, and again, you can bet they're going to be strong up front uh, as they have been for for a while now during this whole run. So yeah, I think Bennington clearly very deserving of starting the season at number one after what they've done the last two years. Yeah, so it's interesting, too, because Coach Leonard seems to have this thing rolling where it, it is the, – the culture is where it is. He's he's young, aggressive, and, and the community is ever-growing. I mean, he he just gives you the the appearance. He, he just doesn't mind the expectation. It, pressure truly is a privilege for those guys. Yep. Uh, and, and now speaking of pressure – Elkhorn North from a couple of few years ago, just starting up to build kind of year over year. Obviously, that, that first year was pretty rough for them, yeah. playing all young guys and um, playing varsity football for the first time, going up against some of the best uh, in the class. But they've been building over the last few years and obviously lost a dynamic quarterback from last year. That was Mr. Do Everything for that team. But around him, they were building up some, um, some key pieces, uh, building up the lines, building up defense got got some skilled position players and i i think them up front is the is the strength of that football team that is a big strong good looking physical team yep sam thomas kind of the headliner there going to northern iowa right yeah um so he's a guy that can play offense and defense can control things up front um you've got uh obviously tight end chase lofton uh good, good player yep. had fantastic fantastic summer just a junior, yeah, he really took off this year. Um, saw that that Oklahoma offer, was like, wait, what? Who yeah. who is this? And it was just the beginning for him. So, uh, thirty nine catches, five hundred seventy seven yards, five touchdowns last year. Um, so he's kind of the the main target there. But then you've got Jet Tinglehoff coming back as a junior as well, who was kind of do everything athlete for them. Uh, had forty five carries for two hundred twenty yards and three touchdowns. Had 24 catches for 346 yards, three touchdowns, and then 157 kick return yards a- as well. And then on defense, had 53 tackles, three picks, three passes defense, 
four forced fumbles and three fumble recoveries. So that, that junior class is looking pretty strong for them. Um, you, you've got uh, Tommy Mechna, senior at wide receiver. Yeah. Um, good athlete there as well, a sport kid. 201 yards receiving, four touchdowns last year. He's also um, 160 kick return yards. Um, so on offense, the, the key will, for them will be replacing that quarterback. And it seems like Johnny Ferguson's going to be that guy who started, I believe, linebacker for them last year. Um, was a good player on that side of the ball, but now you're focusing more, all right, you're going to be our quarterback. It's going to be interesting, too, because I think the way that they're built, and you, listen, at this age in high school level, you don't want to use the term game manager, but as long as they take care of the football, there are so many good surrounding pieces, and their interior up front, O-line, D-line, is, is very, very good. They should be able to hand the football off with a high degree of regularity and stop and stop teams from rushing the football. It's going to give them a chance. Yeah, and then Johnny Thiessen, or Chris Thiessen, uh rather, at, uh, at linebacker there behind that defensive line kind of making plays. 78 tackles last year. Um, did a little bit of everything. So, yeah, that's it's, it's pr- pretty cool to see kind of the teams build up over the years, obviously, uh, again, from where they started to, to where they are now entering as the preseason number two team uh, in, in Class B. Does your business need an easy competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. Just fill out an application and the currency finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and best of all, it's free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. A familiar top five spot uh, for this program. Accustomed to winning. Hasn't hasn't been easy sledding here the last couple of years, but we we look at the preseason rankings and a bit of an experienced bunch with the Omaha Scott Skyhawks. Yep. Um, and now you've got Bennett Terman at quarterback coming back as a senior now. Uh, plenty of experience under his belt now. Um, I, I saw them play once last year against the Lincoln Pius X. Um, that was kind of a back-and-forth game there. But um, you've got uh, Colin Pike uh, – Probably be the guy at running back. You got Max Chandler, uh, fullback, linebacker. You've got a couple guys, Anthony Heidoff, uh, kind of playing both ways, run back, uh, linebacker for them. Obviously, you know, they're going to be running that ball. Uh, you hope, a lot of guys right? Like, I mean, you know, Matt and Seth Turp, like how, yeah. will they, how will they go about offensively attacking teams yeah. and, and will they play to their strengths, whatever that is. And they've got to be able to control the line of scrimmage a little better than they did last yeah. year to be able to, to, to run that offense. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, – I really top. like three of their top five up front, too, yeah. on along that offensive line to give them a chance. Uh, I, I think blending and, and meeting expectations, right? I, I think in very unscut-like fashion, they couldn't control – they couldn't yeah. manage the line of scrimmages yep. the, these last couple of years. It had gotten away from them. And the two teams that are preseason ranked ahead of them have made a living being good up front on both sides of the ball. So that will be a, a, a chance to really bounce back for Scott and answer some questions. Yeah, and number four is, or, uh, yeah, yeah. Number four is Waverly. Um, they 
they, they lost some key pieces, but they've got some really talented players coming back. Obviously, quarterback, yeah. they, they lost Trey Jackson last year, who added a different dynamic cause with his ability to sling the ball yep. around to go with Kind of got like them out of their tra- yeah. traditional comfort zone of just handing the ball off. And made a more um, versatile dynamic. Um, but you've got uh, Evan Cassens coming back at running back, who had almost 1,000 yards last year, 11 touchdowns, um, average over 90 yards a game. He's going to be the this, uh, the centerpiece of, yeah. of that offense. You got Aiden Smith as well as kind of the uh, the, the complementary back there. Um, also a senior this year, had almost 500 yards and five touchdowns last year uh, on the ground. So that's going to be a really tough uh, one-two combination for them. Um, Nolan Ma seems like he's going to be the the quarterback. He uh, only threw five passes last year, um, completed one, carried the ball 11 times for 83 yards and two touchdowns. So. Um, seems like they're getting probably back more to that uh, that super run-heavy offense than what they had last year. Traditional ground and pound back for Waverly. And in almost opposite fashion, when you start with the number five ranked team in Blair, it is in Sukup they trust with Bodie coming back for what potentially could be a very strong senior campaign as, as Blair checks in at number five. Yeah, I had uh, 1,600 yards, 16 touchdowns, six interceptions last year. Um, earned a preferred walk-on offer from Nebraska over the offseason, getting some other interest as well. Um, so, yeah, he's kind of the guy there at quarterback. And in the backfield, they've got a couple guys, um, starting with Brock Templer, at almost 600 yards on the ground, five touchdowns last year. Also a dual-threat guy. He can catch out of the backfield. 17 catches, 151 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Ethan Bessler is the other back there, 216 yards and a score, um, and also caught 17 yards or 17 passes for 174 yards and two touchdowns. So you've got guys out of the backfield for uh, suck up to, to that can both hand off to and uh, hit uh, if he needs to to find that option. I really like his demeanor. He's a calm, cool customer, and if they stay healthy, they may not have the depth. That the aforementioned having the top. These guys play both ways. But if if they can stay healthy, it will give them a chance to yeah. have some success. Jayshon Unger is another guy that we need to mention there. Uh, big six four, six five athlete, yeah. uh, baseball player, right? Can go yeah. get yeah. yeah. Um, go get it. Yeah, really great athlete out there for them to for suck up to throw to. Um, Forty catches, five hundred sixty one yards, and six touchdowns last year. Uh, Brady Brown uh, as well, 370 yards, five catches last year. And then Templar Brown, best of, all those guys played uh, defense as well last year. Uh, um, Bessler had four interceptions. Brown, Templar, um, those guys had average over almost six tackles a game. Um, so th- they've, got, uh, they've got a lot of guys coming back on both sides of the ball, like you said. Uh, a lot of guys playing both ways. Maybe the depth isn't there, but uh, the, the top end surely is. And their offense is the one that isn't like the others. Now, Scott dabbles in some spread, and we'll throw it some. Um, but but Blair, of, of the offenses that we've talked about so far, you better make sure that back end is intact too because they've got some weapons for suck up to, to throw it to. they got to be able to protect him. Make sure he stays healthy. But like you said, I ultimately think for them it boils down to can they keep guys healthy. Yeah, and um, they're, they're at six, team that lost almost everything except for one of the best players in the state, and, uh, and that's Scott's bluff. He comes uh, back to run the football. Yeah, obviously there was a super senior heavy team last year, great dual threat quarterback there. Um, you, you had seniors all over that defense. 
obviously Brock Knutson, an offensive line running behind. Um, but uh, Sebastian Boyle is back, and pro- the most prolific returning running back, I'd say. Uh, I've looked at some of the small schools who's necessarily coming back there, but in terms of the, the bigger classes, 11-man, uh, man, Sebastian Boyle was just phenomenal last year. 237 carries for 1,926 yards and 26 touchdowns. I, that is a heck of a place to, to, to build that, around. That's, that's Calvin Strong territory, yeah. right? And one of the greatest high school players I've ever coached. That, those are prolific numbers, Jacob. And, and that's the thing. Like the last couple of years, there have been so many – just prolific, big-name running back. Like the, the, the running back position last couple of years has been absolutely stacked with guys coming back. L.J. Richardson, Ducker. Colazzo. Ba- uh, Ballard at yeah. Elkhorn South. Yeah. This, this there were a lot of Porter. guys. Yeah. Um, Tashaun, yeah. Yeah, Tashaun Porter. Yeah, you had guys that are 1,000, 2,000-yard threats all over the state. Sharmar uh, Brown. Yeah, it, again, <laughs> we, we're just forgetting guys because there's so many to list. Like yeah. I went into it every week looking at the kind of the statistical performance, and you got guys all over the place running for 200 yards every game. A lot of those guys are gone now. The the kind of the junior sophomore class weren't necessarily as prolific early on in their careers. To now those guys have a chance to step in and become those guys. But Boyle is the one big name again in the, in the top couple of classes coming back that. Is going to be must watch. Going to uh, again, we'll see kind of what they've got fitting in around them. But he uh, he's going to be one of the best players in, in Class B, and um, they, they are returning a couple of key playmakers on defense. Uh, Cord Simons, uh, senior linebacker, sixty-two tackles last year, eight for loss. Um, Carter Isaac, senior defensive back, played a little bit of offense too. 50 tackles, uh, six for loss, a sack, three interceptions, three passes defense, one forced fumble. So it's kind of all over the place for them. Uh, and then linebacker Frankie Trevino, senior as well. Yeah, good call there with Trevino. 40 tackles, two sacks, forced fumble, fumble recovery. So those are kind of going to probably be the leaders on defense, and they got to fill in around them. Uh, quarterback, um, again, Braden Stoll last year, um, just put up some uh, that, that combination of uh, Stoll as a kind of a, a run first but can pass quarterback to go with Boyle in the backfield. Like that run game was a monster to defend. Uh, this year it's going to be a familiar name to me, uh, sophomore Nate Kelly stepping in as the starting quarterback for that. I wondered if he – listen, the first time he smiled all NEB prep segment, it is to talk about his dual sport, his dual sport fave. The guy who at the end of the game you said, listen, let's put the ball in Nate's yep. hands. Good things are going to happen. And here we are. Yep. So, um, got Stoll was the only one that threw a pass for them last year. But uh, Kelly got out there, played a little bit for them, got got his feet wet uh, at least a little bit. And now he's going to be the guy stepping in there. Got, and you love his temperament. I, I, yeah. And I was texting him. I was like, hey, it's got to be nice having the best running back in the state to, to hand off to as a first-year starter. It's like, yeah, we we uh, we've got a nice little uh, uh, partnership going on here. So, he's excited about this season. Yeah. Checking in at number seven. Uh, a team that is, has won a, a state championship in the last five, six years. So it's a program that is not unaccustomed to having some success, but uh, right down the road where, the as, as my daughter would say, where the hot air balloon is. Uh, we, we go to York yeah. checking in at number seven. Good, good football team. Going to have to bounce back from a year ago. Yeah, and, and that's um – Scott, York, some of these teams that have been powers that 
kind of fell off a little bit the last few years. Now uh, looking to see can can they get back to where they were with some of with some of the senior classes that the others that have risen up have graduated. Now like um, talk about in Class A after after one two it kind of opens up. Class B is pretty wide open too. A lot of teams that that, that could earn kind of the, those four, five, six, seven, uh, kind of rounding out the, the rest of the, um, the rankings there. In, in, in I feel like term. we kind of said that a lot about Class B the last couple of years in that, that three to eight range, right? A lot, lot, lot of fluctuation with, with, you know, looking at key matchups and kind of going almost week by week. Yeah, and so York went six and four last year. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they got a lot to return. Um, Last year, kind of the, the surprise uh, was, I don't necessarily know surprise, but maybe they, they weren't preseason two, yeah. uh, and they rose up throughout the season, was Omaha Gross with that uh, terrific senior class that we talked about all last year. Do you kind of see any of these top ten teams, like, uh, lower down? It's like, okay, that's a team that's got – Could come from yeah. off the grid a little bit. Um, maybe York. Right now they, they so they start I think they they start with Lexington, then they've got Hastings, then they have a big one, that nine eight week where you know Westside plays Bellevue like that that week three, they've got a big one at home against Bennington, and I think that one will kind of tell me a lot, but that's the one that I kind of have circled for this York bunch. And name to know for York looks to be Seth Erickson. Uh, 10.8 tackles a game last year for the stats that we have. Uh, not complete here on max preps, but um, leading returning rusher um, and leading returning tackler. So th that's going to be the guy it seems like they're building around. Um, at, at seven is Norris. Uh, again, one of those teams that a couple years ago put together, had a really nice run uh, with the stretch. Last, they, their schedule has been so tough the last few years. They've been hanging around the back end of that top ten. Um, you got some talent, but then you go and play three top ten teams in a row and, uh, and take some losses there and then yep. fall back out. That's kind of seems like it's been the story for Norris the last few years. And a couple of usual suspects running out the top ten with Elkhorn and Plattsmith. Uh, let's start with El the Antlers over there at Elkhorn, a program that is used to winning at a high level and actually has done a, a fairly decent job of recovering after losing those super seniors two years ago that were that was led by Drew Christo. I mean, that was some group that left. You get Coach Wartman's last year. You're going second year with a new with a new coach and a storied program. This this may be a little bit of a breakthrough for Elkhorn. Do you think? Yeah, and again they went seven and three last year, and again with tough schedule. That's the thing. Very like tough schedule. B, all the top teams played each other for the most part, um, and that um, makes makes it tough to like. You can be a really good team and not quite have the the record that you would want or make it as far. Do you uh, feel you feel decent two years removed from that super senior class? Because I think that last year was was tough, right? It was like all the old reliables were kind, in essence kind of gone. You had a chance to get your feet wet under a new staff, and I you had some success. Seven and three was nothing to sneeze at last year. Yeah, and they got uh, kind of. Their leaders, their best players were, were seniors last year, so they got, uh, they've got a lot to replace. Um, but he's like new, quarter, or new coach here has gotten a couple years under his belt yeah. now, kind of establishing his way. Like they're still playing 
Uh, they're still playing football. Elkhorn football. <laughs> like he didn't come in and completely <laughs> change the offensive the system. Yeah. So uh, guys that have been in the program, they're not having to completely change the way they play. They're they're kind of rolling with um, uh, the old school, run the ball, uh, then catch you downfield with a big shot here and there. Um, and that's, uh, I mean, that, that never fun to play against with the, with the team that is as physical as Elkhorn typically is. Yeah, checking in at uh, in the 10 spot is Plattsmith. A couple of years removed from the great Manessis. Yeah. Uh, Coach Desuris is, is since probably being courted the last couple of years by everybody to come help them coach out. I saw him at 7-on-7 seven seven, uh, passing league this summer. He still looks fantastic. His heart is in Plattsmith. What? What do you think about a, a team that the last four or five years has been one of those tough, gritty, grinded-out, old-school kind of Class B teams? Yeah, um, fell off a little bit last year after, yeah. uh, like you said, Manessis. That's hard, that's hard to replace, Yeah, right? you, there aren't many of those guys that are going to come through a program very often. Um, but um, they do return a quarterback. Um, they they return their, their top um, rushers. Um, they return their top wideouts. They return basically everybody. So um, it's just a matter of, all right, how much did kind of take in their lumps last year? How much did they gain from that? And um, w what can they do um, to kind of take that next, next step forward here? Kind of like York, that's a team that I almost said could kind of come from the rear because they do have a lot of experience back. It's just at the end of the day when they play the upper echelon, will they have enough playmakers that they get can get them some chunk plays so they don't always have to grind. It, it's, it's hard to grind for 10, 11, 12 weeks when some of the teams at the top have some big play horses. But Plattsmith, in my opinion, is a team to keep an eye on. Yeah, well, that, that's Class B. And uh, we'll, we'll touch on the other classes throughout the season as we go. Kind of, You can go to nubpreps.com, see the full coaches poll, see who are kind of the early favorites in all those classes. But uh, excited to get out there and after talking a couple weeks here, actually see these guys yeah, go out and play. Yeah, we, we will have games to talk about. You and I will be in split venues, I think. Are you uh, going? I haven't fully decided. I think we might end up at the same place, but we'll I know see. you don't love doing that, yeah. but <laughs> we'll share, we'll spread the wealth later on when I'm actually having coaching responsibilities. Yeah. I don't know that I necessarily want to make a trip for a week zero game just yet. A little bit easier to stay close to home, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, talk about it all next week, no matter what. Yep, one of the best in the business. That is my numero uno. That is Jacob Padilla. I'm ODB. It's Nebraska Preps post game. Don't miss us next week when we're actually recapping and not previewing. Should be a little different. A Herd at Sports Network production.